This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Bringing you a common sense and fresh perspective to creating a just society. This is Common Sense on Social Justice. You'll get equipped with the tools you need to carry out social justice right where you are. Now, here's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, Michael Davis. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad that you are here and to hear of all the good things you're doing. I appreciate that. And then as you email me and and tell me what an encouragement this podcast is to you and also things that you're doing in your area at the end of this podcast, you'll be given the email uh, to, to contact me. And I encourage you to email me and give me ideas, challenges, feedbacks, whatever you wish to share. Today, we're going to talk about using humor and social justice. Now, in the last podcast about gatherings, we talked about that social justice does not need to, to be this um, ultra serious, uh, miserable experience. <laughs> it can be light and sometimes it can be fun. And I'm going to talk today about using humor and social justice. One of the reasons this podcast was started was to create a fresh conversation in the area of social justice. I live in a city, Portland, Oregon, that is too wound up with ultra serious social justice warriors. And we've, you know, they're just screaming and they've got this panicked anger in their eyes and they're like, we've got to stop racism now. And we've got to get people out of their cars and save the earth now and blah, 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 you know? And since social justice comes from God and God lives in eternal joy, then maybe, just maybe, the work of social justice should be lived out with joy. You see, balance. There's a key word. Learning to have Balance and not going to extremes, the extremes of not caring about injustices or doing very little about them. And the other extreme of just being wound so tight, you're about to snap because you're so angry about the injustices. Anger has its part. You get angry because you see an injustice happening, but then you just got to engage your mind and get busy with the work of correcting that. So I encourage you um, to join me today as we learn balance and the balance of actually using humor in social justice. Uh, people will ask me sometimes and see if you can get this joke. Some people ask me, Michael, are you racist? And I will say, well, if I'm in a hurry and I got to get somewhere fast, yes, I am. So using humor to disarm and to just say, you know, let's not take ourselves so seriously here. One of the classics in the use of humor and societal issues was G.K. Chesterton. G.K. Chesterton was uh, a Protestant apologist, actually, a theologian and scholar, and he was a, a great writer. And then he became Catholic, <clears throat> wrote a lot on Catholic issues around that, but mostly on societal issues, and he used a lot of humor uh, in that. Uh, just some quotes, some humorous, some kind of just light quotes from him. He said, Without education, 
We are in a horrible and deadly danger of taking educated people seriously. Well, there, I love that one. This is one of my favorite quotes from G.K. Chesterton. He said, the Bible tells us to love our neighbors and also to love our enemies, probably because generally they are the same people. So there you go. Love that one. This is kind of a somewhat lengthy quote, but I love what he brings out about God in this. He says, because children have abounding vitality, because they are in spirit fierce and free, Therefore, they want things repeated and unchanged. They always say, do it again. And the grown-up person does it again until he is nearly dead. For grown-up people are not strong enough to exult in monotony. But perhaps God is strong enough to exult in monotony. It is possible that God says every morning, do it again to the sun. And every evening, do it again to the moon. It may not be automatic necessity that makes all the daisies alike. It may be that God makes every daisy separately, but has never gotten tired of making them. It may be that he has the eternal appetite of infancy, for we have sinned and grown old, and our father is younger than we. I love that. The lightheartedness of God. Here's a couple more quotes, humorous quotes from G.K. Chesterton. Feminism is the mixed up, or feminism rather, is mixed up with a muddled idea that women are free when they serve their employers, but slaves when they help their husbands. And then finally, he said, if a thing is worth doing, it is worth doing badly. So there you go. Love G.K. Chesterton. He's, if you look at his quotes on the internet, the guy was a genius. I loved him. And he has a genius with ideas, too. So if you read his ideas on economy, he was a big proponent of distributism and different things. He's a genius. And well worth reading. Now, let's talk about the effects of humor. Why use humor in social justice? Because it has amazing effects. First of all, humor disarms people. You know, when you tell a joke, it disarms people. Uh, And it brings the other person closer. It also brings the other person closer. Jokes, joking in, uh, appropriately makes you more relatable. And so it brings people closer. It also creates a sense of trust. Like this person can joke and be lighthearted with me. I can trust that person. Uh, another effect of humor is that it drives a point deeper than if you made the point seriously. So if I'm yelling out blah, 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 blah about environmental issues, but on the other hand, we're to talk about an environmental issue and use humor in it. It actually drives the point deeper while disarming people and creating trust. So another reason, effect of humor is that it allows for pure honesty. I mean, you can be brutally honest sometimes with humor and straight to the point that kind of knocks people backwards without angering them. And then finally, another effect of humor is that it forces us to think by stopping us in our tracks. I mean, you can see good com- comedians do that where they're talking about social issues and they'll make you laugh in such a way. And then they'll make you stop and think where they're like, you're like, oh, ha, 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 uh, uh, what? 
you know? So you start to laugh because funny disarms you. And then suddenly you stop laughing because you're like, oh, wait a minute. That was a tough point to hear. See? So humor is good and used appropriately can, can really make a positive effect in communicating and getting the points of justice across. Now, let's talk about some rules around humor. Humor can be inappropriate and it can be used at the wrong time too. So if you're really bad at timing with jokes, maybe not your thing to use humor too much. And in in speaking of social issues, so there is appropriate times and appropriate uh, ways of using humor and social justice. And one rule is consider who you're talking to. I have a couple people in my life that I've just very rarely joke with them. I joke a lot, by the way. I have ADHD. People with ADHD tend to joke a lot. I do. I have jokes that just fly off my head. Today, I was talking to someone at work, and there's this person that works for another organization, and they can never see our data that we're entering, and we're sharing the data with them, but they can never see the data. And they're like, there's a visibility issue. So I finally told my coworker, I said, man, I would love to meet this person. I've never met them in person. I said, I would love to meet this person. But I said, I'm afraid that if I meet them, I won't be able to see them because there will be a visibility issue. So yeah, using humor. But consider who you're talking to. As I was saying, there's a couple people in my life I just don't joke with much because they, they never get the joke or they're so serious minded that they just like, oh, I don't like jokes, you know. Like, fine, I'll never joke around with you, you know. So consider who you're talking to. Also consider who you're talking to is a certain joke appropriate to that person's culture. And will the person, because of their culture, even understand the joke? You know, if you're telling a joke in English from an American mindset, somebody who speaks a little bit of English, but they're from Afghanistan, they might not get your joke. They'll just like, okay, that's dumb, you know. Because jokes are very culturally bound. And so you got to consider who you're talking to. Also, in considering who you're talking to, consider the sensitivity of the issue involved in the joke. Right? So if it's a joke about, about uh, you know, the environment and you're talking to somebody who's extremely sensitive on environmental issues, you know, maybe you got to really... Think it through. Is this joke appropriate for this person? Uh, and there are other things you need to consider and when you're considering a joke and who you're talking to. Next, the next rule is don't try to be the next Bill Burr or Ricky Jervis. I really enjoy the humor of Bill Burr and Ricky Jervis, great comedians, and, and they do talk about social issues a lot. But when they talk about social issues, they use humor and they really get you laughing hard and then they bam, they nail you you know, with a point to make on that social issue. But don't try to be them, okay? <laughs> just be you. Um, just be you. And maybe don't be as crude as Bill Burr and Ricky Jervis can be around issues. So uh, third, be respectful and thought-provoking at the same time. So in your joking, make it genuinely funny but be respectful at it. Don't make it a joke that puts down the person you're joking to. And don't make it a joke that puts down others or puts down certain populations or races of people or whatever. Make it a joke that is respectful and thought-provoking. And that's really what you want. When you're using humor, 
in the area of social justice, you want to create two things. You want to create laughter that disarms and builds trust and brings person closer, you know, brings down walls. So you want to create laughter, but you also want to create something that causes that person to really think about the issue at hand. So it's tricky. If Learn the craft, but for most people that are good at it, it's natural. But hone that craft. You know, how can I make this humorous so that walls come down? But how do I make it so that it actually drives home a point that makes people think? Uh, and another rule around the use of humor is use it, use humor in an attempt to both cause the other to think while maintaining their dignity as a person. This is the value of humor. And it really does cause people to think, but it also maintains their dignity as a person. So there's just certain jokes, uh, you know, that are just off color and unnecessary. You know, I, I watch a lot of dry bar comedy on YouTube. And these people, these comedians are truly, genuinely funny. I mean, some of them make me laugh really loud, hard, but they don't cuss and they don't tell dirty jokes. They can't. One of the rules in the dry bar comedy area, uh, which is based out of Salt Lake City, is that they can't cuss and they can't use dirty jokes. So they have to use clean jokes. They have to, it's got to be family friendly and it's genuinely funny, you know, and some of them hit on social issues. And when they do, I appreciate it. It's like, you know, that's actually a good point they just made. I hadn't thought of, and I laughed at the same time. So I can relate to that comedian. Uh, some ways you can share humor is through the use of jokes, just telling a one-liner. Uh, another way, you know, would be maybe sharing uh, memes or sharing uh, a story that's genuinely funny. Uh, uh, if you remember one time with a guest, uh, Sohela Zadi, we were talking about immigration and we were telling some funny stories that immigrants have actually done because they come here and they don't know the culture. And I had one person, an immigrant, call me on the phone in a panic, like, I can't get out of my room. And I'm like, why can't you get out of my room? I don't know how to use open doors in America. Apparently, the concept of a doorknob in their country does not exist, and they couldn't figure out how to get out of their room. And I had to, on FaceTime, show them how to open an American door. It was funny to me at the time. I'm like, how could this person not know? But, you know, again, culture. They didn't know. And they end up laughing at themselves after the incident. So we had a good laugh together. And I have a story now to share to make people laugh and... They learned a lesson and an issue was resolved. You can do that in the work of social justice too. You can use stories, you can use one-liners uh, or whatever. You can use, you know, pictures, just different things to disarm and educate all at the same time. At the Golden Globe Awards a few years ago, something that I never watch. I just don't watch these award shows. I find them pathetic. I find them boring. And I frankly don't care what wealthy Hollywood elites are winning awards at, you know. <clears throat> In my common everyday life, I think, why are people getting awards for reading a line and having a producer telling them what to do with that line, you know. 
But at the Golden Globes a few years ago, it was the last one that Ricky Jervis appeared at and hosted. And man, did he nail it hard with truth and humor. I mean, he just absolutely, and you can watch it on YouTube, the, the montage of this, but Ricky Jervis absolutely unloaded on the Hollywood elite. And it was so much fun watching precious Tom Hanks get offended. I mean, the looks of horror on Tom Hanks face, at what Ricky was saying about him was worth watching that stupid show. Yeah, I never, again, never watched these, but Ricky did it. He used humor to speak truth. And Americans loved it. Americans absolutely loved it. And I think a few of the elites got schooled that day to get over themselves and to get connected with the rest of society. Now, injustice is a serious thing, but in in coming up with a solution to injustice... We need not take ourselves too seriously. So I encourage you, if it's appropriate, that the use of humor can be a great tool to create a just society right where you are. You've been listening to Common Sense on Social Justice with your host, Michael Davis. A common sense and fresh perspective to creating justice where you are. Share your comments and questions with Michael by emailing sjcommonsense at gmail.com. That's sjcommonsense at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through matradayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.